Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to give a quick review of last night's game. I am recording this just after the game is finished, to be fair. You guys will get it on Friday morning though. And what a game it was. The Brisbane Broncos and the Melbourne Storm. Uh, there was a bit in this one, just quietly. Uh, I really enjoyed this game. I feel like there were a couple of key decisions that turned out to be very costly. Uh, in particular... The Paddy Carrigan, the hip drop. Um, oh, fuck, I just... I, I On the nosebleeds, we spoke about this the other few weeks ago and just sort of said, look, I don't know what a hip drop is anymore. Um, and I... I don't know. I just feel like, what was Pat Carrigan meant to do there? Either completely lets go and misses a tackle or... I, I don't know what the answer is, and I feel like sometimes, like some of these hip drops, I watch them and I go, yep, I get that 100%. Other ones, I'm a little bit confused. That one, I was a little bit puzzled. Um, I was a little bit puzzled as well um, that Herbie Farnworth, the penalty try early, um, I, I, you know, I thought that was a bit harsh on Harry Grant, to be completely honest with you. Unfortunately, that also led to uh, Adam Reynolds missing the remainder of the game, which, um, yeah, was devastating for this game. I thought, I thought Brisbane, all things considered, Considering uh, that sin bin, I thought, considering losing Adam Reynolds early, I thought they handled themselves very well. My, my question going into that game was, are the Brisbane Broncos the real deal or are they flat-track bullies? And despite them not winning this game, despite them going down by eight points, I think they did show in this game that they can hang in there with the better sides. I, I, I think that, for me, it answered a lot of questions. Did it tell me the Broncos are premiership threats? Uh, I'm not sure, but it told me that you know they've got it in them not to just roll over, not, not, not to just wait for a shit side to show up, wait until they're skiing downhill and give it to a side. You know they stayed in the contest. I thought Reese Walsh had a really mixed night. To be fair, came up with a couple of errors and everything, but fuck, he was the thing that I love about Reese Walsh is what I always said about him at the Warriors, and a lot of people push back, and that's completely fine. Uh, I always said that Reese Walsh. 
he always had an attitude that he was trying to win the game of football. He was there to win the game of football. He wasn't going to sit back. It might mean that sometimes he makes mistakes. It might mean that he comes up with poor plays. But his intent is to try and win the game of football. When all the chips are in the middle, he puts all of his in there and he goes fucking all in on it. That's what I've always loved about Reese Walsh. There was a game a couple of years ago for the Warriors where he, um, I think he took three or four shots of field goal, missed them all, and everyone bagged the shit out of him. And I just said, do you understand the mindset it takes to keep missing, but to stand there and go, the game's in line, I want the ball in my hands. You know, there was there was other blokes on the field that could have stood up and said they wanted it. Reese Walsh was the guy, in, new to a club at a young age, going, no, nah, I want the ball when the game's on the line. I'm telling you right now, that is going to win Reese Walsh more games than it's going to lose. And last night, had a bit of a mixed bag, did some brilliant things, had some unfortunate things go against him. Obviously, the last try um, that the Melbourne Storm scored to Will Warbrick, Obviously came off the back of a Reese Walsh knock on, but you can see earlier in the game, he goes all in. He goes for the one-on-one strip. He gets so close to, in my opinion, if he would have scored that trial, I think that really would have turned this game on its head. And I probably tipped the Broncos to win by that point. I think it would have turned the momentum completely. So Reese Walsh, despite not winning this game, despite them going down and despite him coming up with a couple of plays that didn't work out for him, I still thought as a whole he showed what he's about. And he I think I think the Broncos, I walk away from that going, you know what? They lost the game, but fuck they held in. God, they did well. You look at all the tries that the Melbourne Storm scored off kicks, uh, a number of them. Uh, and considering how fast the Melbourne Storm started as well through Cam Munster, and then they lost Adam Reynolds, I thought the Broncos did incredibly well to just hang in this game. The Melbourne Storm record up against uh, the Brisbane Broncos is pretty fucking impressive. I think they said it was their 13th in a row over this side. Do your own research if that's true or if I've heard that correctly. But, um, yeah, pre- pretty impressive for the Brisbane Broncos to hang in this contest, I thought. Uh, and I take a lot away from that. The Melbourne Storm, um, it, look, it wasn't overly pretty. They started so fast. Harry Grant and Cam Munster, I, uh, I tweeted at one point, Origin must be close because those two, they were just on another level to start the game. They're so impressive. Will Warbrick, he scored a double. Unlucky not to score three. Um, there was a try that he scored. They got taken off where uh, there was a kick from halfway and they went upstairs to check where... um Xavier Coates' feet were 30 metres to the side of the kick or whatever, and he, he had his front foot slightly in front. Um, I, fucking, like, I, I get it, it's the right call, but I, I, I hate that it's that, that, that we have those decisions and whatnot. If it's not called live by the touchy, I'd sort of rather see it play on. But, I mean, I, I guess if you want to put as much technology as we have in the game, um, I, that's just how it goes, I guess. So we got the right call in the end, which was fine. Uh, it's just a strange world we live in now where the winger on the right-hand side can score in the corner um, and we go back to the left winger 15, 20 seconds before that uh, who's got, a, you know, a stud in front of the kicker of the ball. It's wild. But that's what rugby league is nowadays. It is what it is. But I thought Will Warbrick uh, had a really good game. He was the guy that actually had the ball stripped off him uh, by uh, Reese Walsh. So if that one would have gone against him, I think it would have been a tough night for Will Warbrick. Uh, it should also be noted uh, that... Eli Katoa, he was going to score for all money at one point. Uh, and Ezra Mam came up with a brilliant try-saving tackle. Just desperation stuff, which was great to see. Reese Walsh, he also came up with a big tackle earlier in the game. Uh, I know a lot of people have mentioned me and said, what the fuck, that was a shoulder charge. Um, look, I, I don't feel confident in any way, shape, or form that the NRL and the referees will be consistent with this. Uh, but in those situations, I was sort of okay with his tackle. And I'd love to see the NRL be consistent with those calls on fullbacks making tackles like that. Um, 
I just what 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 are you meant to do? You know, you just got to go full throttle. Got to got to put your body all into it. And I I just I. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think if it's like a blatant, blatant shoulder charge, which I understand you can argue that was, I don't think it was you know as blatant as you can possibly get. I think we'll definitely see worse, and we have seen worse. But I was okay with that, and I really do hope they're consistent with that. Uh, but yeah, Corey Pakes, he scored late to sort of square this one up. There was a bit of controversy at the back end of the game. I love how much fire this game had in it, especially between Queensland, just Christian Welsh uh, and Tommy Flegler. Jeez, Tommy Flegler had a game. He fucking went at him, didn't he? He's, um, yeah, I, I think there was a number of people that traded Tom Flegler in for Supercoach this week, sort of sitting there going, well, he probably won't play Origin. I wonder what's going to happen with Pat Carrigan now. He's obviously got to beat that charge uh, from the hip drop. He's got history there before he obviously tackled Jackson Hastings uh, that ended his season last year with, with, a sim- with a hip drop anyway. So it'll be interesting to see if Paddy Carrigan potentially misses some Origin games. And if he does... Who comes in? All of a sudden, your Tom Fleglers, your Corey Horsburghs, these sort of guys that we thought, are oh, they're pretty safe for Supercoach because there's so many guys in front of them. They're the sort of guys that you could potentially see come into Origin now, so it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, you obviously had Aaron Penne. He got bin late as well. Geez, a big bit of gear. Uh, and Herbie Farmworth obviously got Simbin as well. So we had four Simbins, a number of stinks in this game, a number of good tries, a number of good tries off kick. Shout-out to Jerome Hughes. Uh, the last try that Will Warbrick scored in the 74th minute, couple of rebounds and everything. He actually put in two brilliant kicks that were, you know, off-the-cuff sort of kicks. But the second one he put in, the confidence Jerome Hughes had to kick on first tackle, just knowing that there was space out there for Will Warbrick and he'd have the advantage, just had to put the kick in the right area. And on first tackle, such a gamble. But when Hughesy is confident, um, there's not many better halves in this game than Jerome Hughes. I thought he had a really, really... I thought the Melbourne Storm spine was fantastic. I thought... Nick Meaney did it, did a number of really good things throughout the game as well. Just uh, just opening up my notes from the game, so if there's just anything else I wanted to add that I saw throughout. Penalty try, yeah, I didn't know about the penalty try. I don't completely agree. Um, I said it when the moment Adam Reynolds went down, this is huge for the Brisbane Broncos from here. If they can get it done from here, a huge win. As I said, they didn't get it done. But, geez, I think they'll take a lot of confidence out of it. Uh, Herbie Farmworth, he obviously got Sinbin with three minutes to go. I also thought this one was harsh, to be honest with you. Penalty every day of the week. But Sinbin, I don't know. I just, I feel like sometimes we overthink situations. And I think we had a few of those. Warbrick obviously scored against 12 late in the game. Um, I thought the the Warbrick try that he scored where Reese Walsh, he, he dropped a bomb. And I thought the pass from Eli Katoa, just to get the ball and know that out to his right, there is space out there and just throw that ball long. I thought that was really, really smart footy from Eli Katoa, who I, I thought was pretty strong, apart from obviously bombing a try, getting the ball knocked out in the in goals. I, geez, he's, he's lucky they won because, fuck, that would have been very, very tough walking back into that change room if they lost the game. And he, oh, I think it's fair to say, laid up a little bit, was sort of smiling to himself and enjoying the moment a little bit too much instead of just getting the ball down. And Ezra Mam got it. But I thought that um, that pass he threw off the rebound to kick, very, very smart footy from Eli Katari. He's obviously shown that he's got the highlights plays. He's shown this year that he's happy to roll his sleeves up and play tough footy. Uh, but then in that moment, showed some really good smarts as well. Obviously, did end up being a no try from Xavier Coates having his foot offside. Uh, yeah, Reese Walsh, one-on-one strip. The Hughesy kick to Xavier Coates. Yeah, so look, uh, guys, a, a good win by the Melbourne Storm. They'll be happy to take those. I was very worried when Nelson Asafa-Solomona left the field. I sort of thought, ah, oh, fuck, this is not good. I think Timmy Williams posted in our group chat, sort of said, 
Nelson gone coming into the origin period because it was looking pretty bad at that point. He obviously did return later in the game, uh, but it was looking very, very desperate at one point. So it wasn't fantastic, but he did manage to get it on the field, which was fantastic. Uh, we'll have a look at some of the Supercoach scorers from that game. We go through some of the Melbourne Storm players. Obviously, Cam Money Munster. Uh, he topped the game so far. We're waiting for updates, obviously, but 84 super coach points. He was everywhere, the money man. I probably thought he was going to score more than that, uh, you know, at the start of the game when he crossed first. But still, 84 points for Cam Munster. A pretty damn good knock. Husey it would have been a huge pot option, 76. Harry Grant, still owned by many of us. 71. I actually think Harry Grant will probably go up to about 80, 85. I think he'll go up to around about that mark. Will Warbrick, if you've still been holding him, 69. I mean, he scored two tries, so 69 isn't fantastic at the end of the day. Uh, but, fuck, it would have hurt more if he would have got given that other try. I think he would have finished on about 87 or something with three tries. That would have been a kick in the dick. But still, you'll make a bit more money on Will Warbrick if you've held him this long. Elikatoa, really solid 60. But if you are still a Katoa only, you've got to be sitting there going... Fuck, should have put that ball down, should have scored a try, should have been closer to around the 90 mark, probably a little bit higher than that. So that's a devastating one. Christian Wells just keeps doing the damn thing. 59 super coach points, absolutely killed it tonight. Really led from the front, and uh, I thought he was one of the low-key MVPs. Remus Smith did a couple of nice things, 52. Who else is relevant here? Um, Nick Meaney, 36, pretty quiet by his standards. Nelson Osova Solomona, 18. We spoke about him on... Beers and Break Evans, I think it was last week. I sort of said I'm not overly keen on it, but obviously he was injured in this game, so it is what it is. For the few people that traded in Bronson Garlic, an eight. Uh, that would have been a fucking stinger, but I don't understand why you did that in the first place. Xavier Coates with a 15. Should be noted, Xavier Coates, I actually think he scored a try for all money during that game, and it was an unreal try. Um, I wonder if Billy Slater will, will, will watch that try again and just remind himself uh, of what Xavier Coates can bring. It obviously got called back, but it was a Falcon um, off the head of Justin Olam. So robbed of a try there. For the Brisbane Broncos, Payne Haas. Uh, he was just in vintage Payne Haas mode. 93 points. He's an absolute maniac, Payne Haas. 93 points. Myself and Timmy, we quite often say, geez, he's not going to hurt you. And, and you know what? He had an unbelievable game there. 93. It hurts. Uh, but once again, it's not like sink your ship, end your weekend, 140-point score. It's a 93, so we'll take it. Reese Walsh, 62. Uh, considering, you know, how many missed opportunities and everything there was, I think Reese Walsh did pretty well to get to 62. His first pass to Jesse Arthurs was an absolute cracker. Great vision there. Paddy Carrigan with a 58. Pat Garrigan, you need to consider as well, a 58 there, and he had a sin bin. So uh, a pretty impressive knock there from Paddy Carrigan, who played big, big minutes. Jesse Arthur's try scored 51. A few of you traded in Tommy Flegler, uh, scored 51 in, or 50 points in this game. Hopefully, for you guys that traded him in for the origin period, hopefully, one, he doesn't play origin, and two, hopefully, he can just stay not suspended for the next few weeks because he, he was involved in a couple of brouhaha's uh, that sort of had me a little bit worried for you guys that traded him in. But I think he looks to be a pretty good pickup for the next few weeks. Stags, 46. Cobbo, 46. Herbie Farmworth with a 45 penalty try there. Jordan Ricky 34. Bill Ezra Mam only 29. Uh, but I don't think anyone else would have been owned by anyone. Adam Reynolds, also a 6, obviously went off early. Pretty scary scenes with Adam Reynolds. 
Uh, but it sounds like he is okay. So we do wish Rendiggity all the very best. And we hope to see him back on the field very, very soon. Guys, that's my review of the Melbourne Storm and the Brisbane Broncos last night. The Melbourne Storm coming home eight-point winners, 24-16. to 16. We said that we saw this game being 1-12 to 12 either way. Very, very close one. It could have blown out a few times, uh, but it stayed close. It stayed fiery. A really good night of footy. Guys, tonight uh, we have got the Penrith Panthers and the Sydney Roosters. They are the 8 o'clock game, uh, the main game tonight. Uh, I think the Panthers are celebrating the 2003 Grand Final. Myself and Timmy Williams, uh, we're going to be at Hello Sport headquarters uh, tonight, 8 p.m., where we're going to be doing a live stream. I believe it's going to be on SEN, or you can watch it on Hello Sport YouTube. So come and check it out. We'll be having a giggle, having a bit of a laugh, having a few brewskis. I think I'm also going to, at halftime, I think the boys, I think Eddie normally runs a trivia based on Titanic. I think I'm going to hijack it and do a, uh, a very, very rugby league desperado trivia. So I'll have to think of a couple of questions. Uh, and I'm not sure how they give away prizes, what they do, but I'll have a few guru hats uh, and maybe a guru football to give away as well. So we'll be giving away a few prizes. Make sure you're there either on SEN. I'm not sure if you call up. I've got no idea how it works, to be completely honest with you guys. Uh, but come and tune in. Go to SEN on your radio, or go to uh, Hello Sport YouTube and come and join us. It's going to be a good little giggle. The boys are always good fun. I'll tell you what, we spent a few couple of hours with Tom and Eddie last Friday night, and fuck me, did we have fun. We had a very heated debate in the bathrooms over who should be the next Immortals that then rolled out onto the bar. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure we'll be finished that one again. I think it'll be a real dribbly chat that you guys will really enjoy. If you're not watching your footy too intently and too seriously, it is hard to concentrate uh, on two things at once. I'll tell you that much for free. But 